What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21+. plus. 18 plus in DC and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit rg help.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Chicago everywhere. Check it. Not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking what up, world? You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Golf, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. Of course, this is The Full Go Podcast. I'm Jason Golf. You can catch us every Sunday, every Tuesday, and every Thursday during the week. And if not, we might drop an emergency pod. This might be an emergency pod. Just how long Chris is going to let me run. We'll tell you how long this emergency pod might be after this. So, you know, I know I was supposed to come in here and talk about the Monday night football preview between the Bears and the Vikings that, I don't know, at least two cities in America are looking forward to in terms of a football matchup. But guess what I just got finished? watching i just got finished doing the pre and post game show on nbc sports chicago for the chicago bulls and they lost by nine to the brooklyn nets you might say oh jay you know nine it's not it's a respectable margin they were up by 21 in the first quarter not only did they get walked down they got walked down in the second quarter Mm, it wasn't even like a third quarter, fourth quarter walk. They got walked down in the second quarter. The Brooklyn Nets were allowed to hit 16 threes in the first half of this ball game. And then it was a barrage. It was an onslaught. It was an avalanche. Any kind of modifier you would like to use, all the shots were falling after that. You know why? Because professional basketball players can hit shots when they aren't touched, when they aren't bothered, when they aren't molested, when they aren't um, interacted with, when they are not engaged with. The Chicago Bulls, once again, this season ask the game how hard you want me to play 
and then bowed out. And for everybody out there who thinks that, oh, Jason, you don't like the Bulls. My problem is I like the Bulls too goddamn much. My problem is I've seen this franchise have glory days before. My problem is I'm watching the rest of the NBA and how they are getting down. And there's no way in hell, no way in on God's green earth that you could tell me that Nikola Vucevic, DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine should be leading a team to a 5-13 and 13 record. I don't care what new shot profiles are being emphasized. I don't care what ball movement has been talked about in the offseason. I don't care what happened in Nashville for the week away, their, their, their state case in Nashville where they got to have all the tough conversations. This team started the season with a players-only meeting, and then two and a half weeks into it, their best player is open to trade possibilities. So for everybody out there that, that, that thinks that this thing is just, oh, they can just turn it around, first of all, that number is dwindling. There is an apathetic nature setting in the Bulls fans now, and I don't blame you one bit. I'm still kind of upset about it. The apathy won't kick in for me because I got a job to do every single night, and we love hanging out with the people. But at some point, man, it's hard turning chicken shit into chicken salad every single night. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to the fans about what they saw. What they saw against the Brooklyn Nets was a lack of effort for three quarters after the game had told them that they had played hard enough. It's as simple as that for me. And I'm not about to sit here and put this on these young kids either because that's what was tried. To, that was that was what was floated the first couple of weeks of the season. Well, you know, it's Kobe White, this Patrick Williams. Bullshit. Bullshit. Your top three players. You are what your team is because of your top three players. Follow the money at all times. Zach Levine has not played well enough this year, and now he's dealing with right foot soreness. DeMar DeRozan has not hit shots at the pace that he we are used to seeing him hit. The first couple of weeks or so, his mid-range and at the, at the cup numbers have been down. Now, can that be that the man is 15 years into an NBA career and can't possibly take the high degree of difficulty shots over and over and over again for it to be a sustainable winning form? formula that's okay fine i can even deal with that but the nikola vucevic piece boggles my mind the last couple of games headed into the brooklyn game he had averaged eight shot attempts per game this is a man who signed a three-year i believe 60 million dollar deal he's got the most security if you really look at it of anybody on the big three if zach levine is open to a trade possibility you know damn well demar DeRozan ain't gonna stick around and raise no kids so what are we really looking at here like as a bulls fan and I don't care who hears this. I don't care who gets upset about it. I have received every email, every text, and every call. And I'm, I'm going to be the last one saying it like this. It is on the powers that be at this point now. Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, somebody got to come out and say something. Because Billy Donovan is saying the same things at the end of these postgame pressers. And I'm not even mad at Billy Donovan. Because if you're Billy Donovan, this is what you've gotten when you haven't gone in on the players. Never mind the fact that if you say something maybe about one of these guys, would you lose them? And if you're going to lose them, you're already 5-13. and 13. So when you, what depths are you going to sink to? I would have never imagined that the Bulls would be the third worst team in the Eastern Conference behind the Detroit Pistons and the Washington Wizards. Two teams who are in full rebuild mode. One team who gave a coach 80 plus million dollars to come fix their culture in Monty Williams and the Detroit Pistons. And you know, the Washington Wizards traded for Jordan Poole. So you know where their lot is in life in terms of winning. This is who the Bulls are ahead of in the Eastern Conference. 
And as we take a look at the top of those Eastern Conference standings for two years now, I've been telling y'all what's going on with that Orlando Magic team, what's going on with that Indiana Pacers team, and of course, we already seen what's happening with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are already playoff contenders. Hell, you, they have already gotten to the point where people are like, hey, when is this going to happen? They just got good. They just got good. So not only are you still looking up at the top tier teams in the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers and the like, the teams that were behind you have now lapped you. And it was plain, today, plain as day to see. It was right there for everybody to see. Young players playing hard, coming in and getting in the Bulls' chest, talking crazy. When Jalen Suggs hits a game winner and can talk crazy to a bunch of veterans, that's when you know it's time to start looking around and see what else might be available. And for everybody out there, oh, you can't trade Zach. You can't move on from Zach. Yeah, listen, I like Zach Levine as much as the next guy, but what have you won with him? What have you won? Now, if all you want to do is be an entertaining basketball team and have a couple of national games where you can have, say, hey, there goes my guy going crazy for 35 or 36 points, fine. Bravo to you. I was born and bred and groomed in a different basketball fandom in this city. Every summer, I knew what the hell I was going to be doing as a child. It was watching my favorite team play in the finals. And, of course, we got the Haley's comment that is Michael Jordan. I'm not expecting that, but I'll be damned if I didn't similarly appreciate the Kirk Heinrich, Ben Gordon, Andre Snocioni teams, and Lou Aldang and them boys and Joe King Noah. I appreciated them, too. So it's not just about winning, and it's not just about championships. Of course you'd love that as a Bulls fan, as any NBA fan, any fan, period. But if you don't have championship contention, all I can ask is that you play hard. People talk that craziness about this old city of broad shoulders and second city and tough-minded, all that. Yeah, the people who pull up to the United Center, I'm sure they're all tough. They worked hard as hell. They, they toughed it out to get that money to buy them tickets. We got to stop letting people just cape and throw, throw on their Chicago armor when it's time to talk that tough stuff. This team was up by 21 against a team without its top scorer in Cam Thomas, who scores 27 points a game. They were up by 21, and the Brooklyn Nets didn't blink. Didn't blink. Walked you down by halftime. You were up 21. You were down, what, was it five? You were down six, seven points at halftime. Now, I'm no math major. But that's a hell of a turnaround in one quarter. So, yeah, I know I'm supposed to come on here, talk to y'all about Kevin Warren and what he might be looking at. And has Ryan Poles, you know, endeared himself enough to Bears fans and also you know, the, the, the coaching situation with the Bears? Have, has Matt Eberflus and Luke Getzey and them boys, uh, you know, deserved or, or have they uh, have they do they deserve, I should say? to coach Justin Fields going forward. And these next six, seven games would be the referendum on that. I know. Monday Night Football, you know, da, 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 all that shit that y'all want me to be excited about between the Vikings and the Bears. Sorry, can't do it tonight. You know why I can't do it tonight? Because I watched a piss-poor product for two and a half hours just now. And I got to bite my tongue in certain ways because certain people get offended by it. That ain't happening no more. And that didn't happen in this pre and post game that we just did because that effort was substandard, substandard. And I'm tired of hearing these words like inexcusable and unacceptable. We've talked about it on this pod before. Anybody that says unacceptable, inexcusable won't be tolerated. I always ask, what you going to do? Then what? When it happens again, which excuse will you make? 
When it happens again, how acceptable will it be? When it happens again, what will be tolerated? This team has gotten off to terrible first quarters for the past week and a half. They listened, played hard, were up by 21, and then pissed away the lead for the next two quarters. That's not Bulls basketball in my estimation. That's losing basketball. And the reason why I'm feeling like this and the reason why I'm talking like this is because I have high expectations for a team that has those caliber of players leading the way and a 5-13 and 13 record representing how much effort they've put forth. It's as simple as that. There's no more talk. There's no more conjecture. There's no more what ifs. You are where you are right now. Teams that start like this, we start talking about being in the high lottery. And that's exactly the conversation framing that needs to happen going forward. Once Zach Levine is moved sometime in late December, mid-December, we'll see exactly what this team really is and how they were put together. Patrick Williams had a terrific night against the Brooklyn Nets. Goals for not. You know why? Because they got beat by a team that all they had to do was shoot open three-pointers for a good hour and a half in an open gym setting with eh, just an NBA win attached to it. So enjoy yourselves. I will not be acting like y'all ain't out here putting syrup on shit and calling it pancakes anymore. That shit was substandard. It was awful. It's the worst loss this season. And it's not hyperbole. There's been some bad ones. This is the worst loss of the season. Bears talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. And the kick is good for the win. Fade to black. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. And of course, Bears-Vikings on Monday Night Football. You know what we're looking forward to, right? Looking forward to Justin Fields going up against a defense where the last time he saw them, they hurt him. Daniil Hunter and those boys tracked him down, hurt his thumb. He missed a few weeks, and then we were entered into the land of Tyson Bajant mania, right? So we're hoping that doesn't happen, but obviously Justin Fields, I'm looking forward to seeing him going out there and performing similarly to the way he did in his last contest. And of course, Tyler Scott, back on the horse. You had quite the error. I'm sure Justin Fields is going to be looking for him. This, this coaching staff, though, as I mentioned, the clock is ticking. So these next few games, whether the Bears get flexed out of them or these national TV appearances, whatever the case may be, these next few games will be a referendum on this coaching staff. And if you're here with us on Tuesdays, you know Alex Brown and how he feels about Luke Getze versus Justin Fields. And y'all know how I feel about Luke Getze versus Justin Fields. I want to see Luke Getze put four quarters of offensive play calling together that suit Justin Fields' play style and also his run style. And of course, Matt Eberflus. Hey, man, you got to win some of these games down the stretch or else it's going to be hard to sell that he's coming back this season and there's some rumblings that maybe just maybe Kevin Warren might want to bring in his old people and that means top to bottom so there's a lot riding on these next few games especially this Minnesota Monday night national situation where the Bears fans and especially the Bears organization does not want to be embarrassed it's a lot riding on this game I'm looking forward to it and if anything it needs to be a palate cleanser for Bulls basketball for all of us
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 100 100- Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.